Hello and welcome back to Season 4 of Maine Policy Matters, the official podcast of the Margaret Chase Smith Policy Center at the University of Maine, where we discuss the policy matters that are most important to Maine's people and why Maine policy matters at the local, state, and national levels. My name is Eric Miller, and I'll be your host. Today we'll be talking with Peggy McKee, Director of the Maine Government Summer Internship Program, to hear about the history and impact on students and government agencies. We'll also be hearing from a few interns and their supervisors throughout the episode to get an inside look at what it's like to participate in this program. Peggy McKee directs the Margaret Chase Smith Policy Center's Maine Government Summer Internship Program and the Policy Center's Student Scholarship Programs as well. Outside her work for the internship program, she has participated in multidisciplinary projects which inform state-level decision-making such as assessment of the impacts of the use of road salt in Maine, and analysis of extended producer responsibility recycling programs enacted by the Maine legislature, and reports on poverty in Maine. Hi Peggy, thanks for joining us today. What is the Maine Government Summer Internship Program, its history, and how did you come to be involved? Yeah, sure. This program places students in full-time paid summer internships uh, in Maine state and local government. And these can be jobs in state agencies like the Department of Labor or Education or Transportation or in municipal governments like in a town manager's office or in a county government. And the program was started uh, way back in 1967 by the legislature as a way to connect college students to careers in the executive branch of state government, which understandably they might not know a whole lot about, and to provide state agencies then also with the fresh ideas and new skills that that come from younger workers. And then the Policy Center has been administering this internship program since about 1990, when in 2006, the state internship, which is what it was then, was expanded to include municipal and county governments. Uh, So now we're able to offer both state and local government internships to um, roughly 50 students every summer. That's great. And the uh, integration of, or expansion rather, of the uh, program to include uh, other levels of of government uh, is great to give people more options and more experience and also uh, just facilitating uh, connection between uh, different folks that may not expect to interact with university students too often if you're at the at a county level or, or municipal level government that's that's fantastic uh, since it's been going on for a while there it must have been it must be fairly successful in getting in placing quite a few people and so how does the internship have positive impacts on the students how have they transformed these how do these internships transform the lives and career paths of, of students who participate um well i first of all i think it really does have a lot of impacts on students um just from what i hear back from interns after their experience um and i think there's several ways that internships have impacts on on the summer interns um for a lot of students uh this internship is their first taste of a, a professional job Um, So there are a lot of benefits that they get from that being in a professional workplace. Um, And many interns tell us that their summer internship really opened their eyes to the possibility of working in the public sector, which they hadn't thought about before. Um, And they had no idea about the the wide variety of jobs that there are in in Maine government. 
Um, Because basically any job you can do in the private sector, you can also do in the government sector. And students just don't often think about that. So the internships let students explore careers that they might not, career areas they might not have known really were there. You know, for example, you could have a, a history or a communication internship and be working in the Department of Transportation. Or, you know, we had a student this year with a law degree working in, in the Department of Agriculture. So those, those kind of uh, things that aren't linear connections the students might not think about. The other benefit that we hear from students is that they tell us it's really the connections they make during their internship through their supervisors and coworkers that are, are so valuable. The supervisors introduce interns to all aspects of the job from going to meetings or meeting with other, connecting with other staff. Um, so it really allows the intern to learn a lot in a short amount of time. It's really cool that they're able to connect their academic discipline with public service in a way that is pretty creative. I wouldn't expect to be me if I was if I was practicing or intending to go to law school or what have you to have experience in like uh, agricultural um, public service type of role. That's really cool. And so, of course, there's been benefits for the for the students. But how about the the organizations, the agencies that that host them? Uh, what do you hear back from those folks, and how do they help grow the workforce and the needed skills um, to prepare them for um, public work? Yeah, definitely, the benefits are not just to the students. Uh, I think for the agencies and the towns and the supervisors. First, there's the work value uh, of of the projects they're working on. Interns are often working on projects that um, the host agency doesn't have the time or the staff to do during the year. And so they summer interns who can help fill in that way. And often these can be big ongoing projects, or they could be projects that require just special skills that an intern might have where their staff doesn't have the skill. So the intern's work contribution is really a big value for the host. But I also think that I hear from supervisors that the the value of the internship really goes beyond the work value. Many supervisors will tell us that their intern is just a a really positive addition to their workplace in in the bigger sense because interns bring new ideas, they bring fresh energy, new skills to the job, and that all of that benefits the supervisor and their coworkers. Uh, One more thing is that uh, sometimes supervisors will actually be able to hire an intern after their internship uh, or maybe a year after graduation, like after graduation. Right. And and that's a real success for everybody. Um, But, uh, you know, even if they don't aren't able to hire the intern, that that intern has had a big impact on the, the people they're working with on the host. Yeah, that's wonderful. So much more than just getting coffee and not being at the table at all. So, and uh, that's great that they're getting they're getting valuable, tangible experience that they can carry on at that agency later or um, at whatever their future position is. And so, this is uh, can be a way to keep people in Maine. And that is an important uh, thing that people are trying to address is uh, keeping young people in Maine's workforce. How do you see the internship program as an effort to keep young people in Maine? Yeah, it is. It really is an important issue now in how to develop Maine's younger workforce. And um, 
most of the students who apply to these government internships have already, uh, they have a strong connection to Maine, whether they grew up here or they're studying here for college. Um, and so they start off with this desire to make a contribution. And the internship program is able to show them a range of jobs that they might not have known about before, where they can see that there are jobs here in Maine where they can contribute their talents. Um, so hopefully we're, you know, through this program, we're adding to uh, the future workforce of Maine. That's great. Are there any particular success stories of the internship program that you'd like to bring up? Well, I know that you're going to talk with some students, so um, I might just let the students speak for themselves uh, about their successes. But um, I believe that every internship is a success story, um, mostly because it's a learning experience. And so you can't go wrong. Um, every intern is going to learn something from their experience. They might discover a career that they want to pursue. Uh, they might learn more about a particular job and then be able to redirect their career goals. Or they might even learn that they just don't want to do this. And, and uh, actually, that's super helpful to know when you're going forward in your career. Find out what you don't want to do helps you find out what you do want to do. Absolutely. I can empathize with that sentiment very strongly. A lot of what I learned was what I didn't want to pursue. And that just helps get to the area that you want to be. And you just try things and you learn by by trying. Uh, is there anything that we haven't discussed here that you would like to bring up? Um, sure. I'd like I'd like to just say that while we at the Policy Center administer this internship program, the real strength behind the program is the supervisors, um, the uh, state and local government employees who choose to host an intern. Um, they're the ones who design the projects that the interns work on. They supervise the students. They provide the overall professional experience. So for anybody listening to this podcast who might like to hire an intern or has hired an intern, I, I'd really just like to say thank you because uh, it is such a valuable experience for the student. And, and it's a way that you as a supervisor can make a contribution and also benefit. Along those same lines, my message to any students out there listening uh, would be to consider an internship in Maine government, even if you aren't sure what your career path might be, because there's just so much to be learned and, and it can apply to any career that you choose uh, going forward. And the interns will meet some of the just wonderful and really dedicated people who make our government work in Maine. And that's, that's a huge value. Very well put. Thank you so much for uh, doing what you do, directing the internship program. Many, many folks have benefited, uh, students and um, state municipal and county agencies alike have all have all benefited. So we're all grateful for that. And we're also grateful to the podcast for you speaking with us. Well, thank you very much. It's it's a pleasure. Now that we have heard a bit about the program's history and purpose, we will talk to Jason Heim, our producer, who will tell us a bit more about the different events interns attended over the summer. Jason, welcome to being on the air. Can you tell the listeners who you are and about your participation in the program? 
Thank you. Yeah. So I work in um, communications at the Policy Center, and I'm also the podcast producer and writer for the podcast. So I mainly edit and write. I'm not usually on the speaking side. So this is a first. So yeah, so the interns had three events over the summer, uh, which I attended. So the first one was the Maine Government Summer Internship Program kickoff event which was at the beginning of the summer on May 30th. The program commenced with a meeting held at the University of Maine at Augusta, where 48 students gathered with their supervisors to start their summer. Students are either residents of Maine or studying in Maine, and they were selected for full-time paid internships. Uh, so this was an event where this is the first time that the interns were meeting their supervisors and vice versa. They had like a sort of meet and greet. And then we sat for, you know, some presentations and talks. Um, and this was the first big work day for them. So they spent you know, the majority of the day at University of Maine at Augusta. And then they sort of, you know, broke off and went to their different, you know, internship locations and got set up, you know, with their offices and with their supervisors. Uh, so the second event that I attended was the Intern Education Day. Uh, so that began at the Maine Municipal Association, where interns sat for a presentation by Kate Dufour, which is the uh, Ward 1 counselor of the city of Hollowell. And she talked about municipal government and intergovernmental systems. So then we sat for a panel discussion with Yanina Nicholas, Director of Support Services, Town of Kennebunkport, Natalie Thompson, Town Planner, Town of Brunswick, and Melissa Hugh, Director of Economic Opportunity in the City of Portland. And they talked about their journeys in municipal government and how they got to where they are in their careers. And I think it was great for the interns to sort of listen to them speak because they talked about, you know, starting, some of them started out as interns and sort of went through, you know, this whole process to end up where they are now. All three of them didn't think that they would end up where they are. So I think it was good for, you know, interns to sort of hear that, you know, there isn't always one sort of straight, you know, path to their, to your career. So that was the first half of the day. And then we shifted to the state house for the second half in the Appropriations and Financial Affairs Committee room and the Senate chambers where interns were able to hear the experiences of various staff of the State House, And that was really interesting. It was the first time I was also at the State House in Augusta and just hearing the various people talk about their jobs and all the different things that you can do working in the State House and sort of the passion that the people spoke with. They were, you know, genuinely loved their jobs. Uh, so that, I think that was great. And then the last event that I attended and uh, Nicole LeBlanc, who is our intern writer for Maine Policy Matters, uh, we both attended the intern graduation day at the Blaine House in Augusta. And this was sort of the final commencement of the program where interns and their supervisors gathered to celebrate the successful completion of the internship. Governor Janet Mills was there and she gave, you know, a thoughtful uh, speech about working in government. And she personally handed every intern their graduation certificate. And that was really great to have Governor Mills come. She spoke at length about a variety of things, and it was interesting. She sort of made connections with Margaret Chase Smith, and she went by this quote that Margaret Chase Smith used to say. So that was a really cool connection, I think was a good sort of moment between the program, the policy center, and the governor. That's fantastic. We're really uh, grateful that you all went into the field to get some uh, feedback from the interns and supervisors and they're upon listening to the interviews myself there is quite the energy uh, around working in government which uh, you don't normally uh, think of when you when you think of stereotypical government workers but the, there is uh, that energy there which is great and we'll be playing those interviews uh, shortly here and so thank you uh, Jason and Nicole for heading in the field yeah thank you so much
My name is James Greenwood. I just graduated from the University of Maine, Orono, with a degree in ecology and environmental sciences, and I am the data assistant GIS research assistant for the Maine Department of Environmental Protection this summer. Your immediate reaction when you found out you got the internship? I was pretty excited. I wasn't really sure what I was going to do after I graduated, so I'm glad that I found something. <laughs> but I was excited that it would be direct experience in my field without being able to fully commit to a full-time job yet. <laughs> Main objectives or goals for this internship? My goal is to find out more about what I would like to do with my future, as, as well as to network with some people in the state agency that I'll be working for. A bit about the project or task you're particularly excited about to work on the internship? Sure. I believe, from my understanding, I'm working uh, within the PFAS unit of the Maine Department of Environmental Protection, and I'll be doing some backlogging of data points into their GIS system that haven't been entered yet, as they've been just updating, and everything's been moving so fast with PFAS that they haven't had a chance to get in there and do that. So that's going to be my project for the summer, and then once I'm done that, I should be able to go explore within the department with other teams and stuff and see what they're doing. Your, your long-term career aspirations and how do you believe this internship will contribute to your overall professional development? My goal is I would love to be involved somewhere within a state agency, working with the environment and just making the place that we live a better place for us and future generations. My picture of what that looks like as of right now is not so clear, but that's what this internship is with. Hopefully I can figure that out and go back to grad school and get some more guidance and expertise. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from Lewiston, Maine, and I went to Oak Hill High School in Wales. All right, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, of course. My name is Cora Sadler. <laughs> I'm at the University of Maine in Orno. I'm an English studies major with a concentration in creative writing, and right now I'm doing an internship with the Maine Department of Education, working as a professional development assistant for adult multilingual learners. So what was your immediate reaction when you found out that you got the internship? It was exciting. I think it's really cool. I worked on my last internship I worked with people struggling with homelessness, but a big part of that was literacy. So I got to work with some ragging workshops and develop like a love for adult learners. And I think that as soon as I like saw what this internship was, it was less that I got an internship and more about the match that happened. And so I was super excited about that. So what are your main objectives or goals for this internship? I definitely want to try to take more initiative, I think, in this internship. I think the last internship I did was my first internship in a new place, so there's a lot of different things I was navigating, and now I feel like I have more experience, and I have more time to really invest in this, so I really want to take initiative and kind of try to make it my own role. So can you tell me a bit more about the project or task you're particularly excited to work on during the internships? Anything yeah. specific that you're looking forward to? Yes, there's something very specific. We have in our internship this thing called the Adult Multilingual Summer Institute, mm -hmm. which is basically like a retreat. It's up in Sugarloaf Mountain. They call it the Sugarloaf Retreat. And basically, I'm in charge of coordinating, developing, and organizing this retreat for adult educators to kind of just have more or less a conference surrounding multilingual education. So what are your long-term career aspirations and how do you believe this internship will contribute to your overall professional development? <laughs> That's a big question. I definitely think that what I'm doing now, I want to teach English um, abroad and that extends to adult 
learners. And so I think this task will really helped me develop not only the language I need to pursue in that career path, but also kind of the know-how and the knowledge and how to organize and run different things. And I'm interested, how did you find out about the internship? Because you're the, a master's student, so yeah. how did you get involved with that? Just applying for as many internships as I, I possibly could. And it was, I went to the main Is it like the career, career center. They put a bunch of they had a bunch of links and websites and so they got me in contact with Peggy. Yeah, and where are you from originally? Arkansas. All right, thank yeah. you so much, Cora. My name is Amy Poland, and I'm the professional development coordinator for the adult education team at the Maine Department of Education. I think that one of the great parts of having an intern is that it's really an opportunity to provide an intern with a real world experience in in a government setting. I think we only see a tiny little bit as the public of what actually happens in state government. And even thinking about in the education world, even our our fields don't always grasp kind of the scope of what the work is that we are we're doing. And so I think it sort of gives that behind the scenes look for interns to be able to see all of the ins and outs of, of the things that we're doing in state government. And Having an intern, Cora, first of all, I could sing her praises all day, um, but really provide sort of that fresh perspective on things. And she came in not really knowing that much about adult education. And that was sort of a benefit in a lot of ways because it helped us see things kind of in an, un, it, she saw things kind of in, in a way that was sort of unobjectified. She was able to ask questions that maybe we hadn't thought about or have a take on things that we um, wouldn't have thought about because we're so deep into the work. Um, and having her perspective was really, really helpful. She always asked great questions um, and always had uh, interesting things to share in her perspective. Advice that we would give, I think to be open to try something new or maybe work with an agency that you hadn't thought about that there are really interesting projects happening everywhere. It was the intern graduation was so cool to hear all of the different things that people were doing and everything from the mapping cemeteries to Chorus project of planning a multi-day institute. And I think that if you sort of have come into the application process with a, this is the agency I want to work with, and this is the the type of thing I'm looking for, you could be missing out on a really amazing opportunity. And then also just for the application process, highlight the skills that you bring to a situation, not just the experiences that you've had, but as a supervisor, I'm looking for what kinds of skills someone might have because so many things that we do in our previous experiences are transferable to a new situation. My favorite part of working with Cora was her creativity and her friendliness and her willingness to jump into the work. When we talked about her goals early on, she one of the things she mentioned was she wanted to have the opportunity to sort of really understand all of the work that we were doing, but also to learn how to take initiative on projects and to look for ways to be doing things that weren't necessarily right in her job description. She really wasn't afraid to offer up and as a result, she ended up working with other team members, doing things that maybe she hadn't expected to do at the beginning. She wasn't afraid to reach out. And I was asking her to do things like cold calling people, basically. And, and uh, she 
did not even hesitate to do any of those things. So that that's huge. Um, she really was very self-directed and I appreciated that. And I'm not sure how we're going to adjust with, without having her. I worked very closely with her. Um, she provided a ton of support specifically for our multi-day multilingual institute, summer institute. She left us though with this incredible br blueprint for next year. She created a document that collected all of the forms we use, the emails we used. And I think whoever takes charge of it next year has a great starting point thanks to her. But for now, we're going to be on our own. And this is my first time supervising. So I haven't had an intern before. Uh, I hope that we'll be able to have one again. Uh, and Cora would obviously be welcome to come back. I learned a lot about clear communication and expectations of tasks, um, especially if it's a someone who's unfamiliar with the area that they're interning in. So, and working remotely always presents kind of an interesting challenge too. So working with Cora, sort of understanding what, what her needs were and that she at first won't be needed, you know, we met every day and made sure we kind of set the stage for the day and sort of feeling her out for what her needs were to make sure that she understood what I was looking for and what we needed to do for the project that we were working on. Great. That's great. Those are all great answers Hit everything. <laughs> so my name is Lori Andre. I'm the director for the General Government Service Center, which is part of DAF's Department of Financial Professional Services. How long have you been working with the internship program? So I've been working for the state for 25 years, and I've worked with interns in the previous, but this is the first time being a supervisor. So I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, so what are you most excited about being an advisor now? I think just getting a different perspective. I know our policies and procedures, and as I show her, our intern, some of our, tell them a little bit about our department and what we do, I'm interested in getting that objective point of view, some fresh eyes into our policies and procedures, and to teach somebody what we do. You yeah, know, definitely. We, we do touch so many different departments. I'm really looking forward to giving somebody the opportunity to learn a little bit about government and hopefully they decide they want to work for the state or government. <laughs> yeah, that'll be great for them, I imagine. So you have one intern that's coming? I have one, yes. What's yes. her name? Her, her name is name? Jenna Rowan. Yeah, cool. yeah, I haven't met her yet. So I met her, I did a Teams call, a quick Teams call with her, but I haven't met her in person yet. Yeah, looking I imagine this is it. the big meeting, everybody. It is. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, so are you originally from Maine or did yeah. you end up moving here? Lived in Maine my whole life, yes. Yeah, used to live in more central green Leeds area, and now I'm right in Gardner, very close to Augusta. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. And did you ever participate in an internship when you were first I, starting out? I actually did. It was for ADP payroll. It was great. It was payroll taxes, very tax related, and Actually, it was a great experience for me because that kind of pivoted me over to more of the business management side of things. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and did you attend the University of Maine, being from Maine? No, I actually hasn't graduated, but my daughter goes to the University of Maine in Orono. Yeah, definitely support the system for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, thank you so much for yeah, thank participating. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about your internship, where you go to school, and what's your major? Sure. So I'm going to be a senior in the fall at College of the Holy Cross in Worcester, Massachusetts. I'm a sociology major and my minor is Ethics, Society, and the Institution of Business. And at my internship this summer, I'm a Operations and Communications intern for the Department of Administrative and Financial Services. 
at the state. And my two main projects this summer have been, one, creating a newsletter that improves the lines of communications between the General Government Service Center and the agency partners that we work with. And my second project of the summer is creating a standard operating processes catalog for GSC, which okay. is just going to make processes more efficient and new hires will understand the processes better. Great. Yeah. So it sounds like you're pretty busy with the internship. Definitely. Is this your first internship that you've had or have you had ones in the um, past? No. So last summer I was a strategy quality and compliance intern at Sweetser through the Daniel Hanley Center for Healthcare Leadership. And that was sort of a healthcare administrative spin on business, but I wanted to see what the public sector was like this summer. Great. Are there any challenges that you've encountered in this internship that you weren't expecting or any successes that you've had so far? Yeah, so first I can talk about the successes. I've really enjoyed like the creative experience of creating a newsletter and also the journey along the way of creating the newsletter. I've been able to reach out to the different accounting teams within GSC and through that process and gathering information I've learned a lot about the service center as a whole. Challenges I would say just like the learning curve of not really having any experience in DAFs and then having the task of creating a newsletter with all these helpful tidbits there definitely was a pretty big learning curve in the acronyms but I'm definitely thankful that my supervisor is so helpful and like acknowledging that learning curve and giving me some time just to go through resources she gave me in websites and sit in job shadow so that I could better understand the department. Certainly having Jenna on board has provided a fresh perspective, you know, a new perspective on any organizational issues or just brought fresh ideas to our to our team. And she also introduced us into software and trends, you know, as far as newsletters and templates and that kind of thing. So definitely helped out there. It was great because she created us, she created a template for future newsletters. So, you know, she set us up, she created, she gave us some ideas and, and now we have a great template with different sections that we can use moving forward. And then also with our standard operating processes, I felt like we had them all over the place. She helped us organize them and then she created the table of contents. So anytime we click on the table of contents, goes right to that process. So definitely has helped us um, become more organized and and sets us up for success in the future. We threw so much information at her and I, I, I'm glad she had the opportunity to job shadow different divisions as well, you know, not just ours. And and she also, in a way, kind of challenged us on how we've traditionally done things. You know, she questioned, she was working on our, um, our um, standard operating processes and it's one thing to go through organized, create a table of contents, but, you know, she'd ask questions and it got us kind of thinking, you know, um, she also helped us create a newsletter to better communicate with our agency partners. So that was definitely one of the favorite outcomes of having an intern. From my perspective, it's definitely worth the investment and the time, you know, to spend with the intern because it really ensures that we have future success and perhaps, you know, discover new talent and future leaders. You know, I, I feel like these interns are our are, are future and it definitely was encouraging to have her on board. It really, it really was. So hopefully we'll get her back. I guess I would say just apply for anything that interests you, you know, especially in college, you're not really sure. Most aren't particularly sure what they want to do, you know, after they have an idea, but, you know, just, it's a great opportunity just to gain that 
hands-on experience and um, just it just supplements their education and sometimes focusing strictly on one form of experience it might narrow your options so just apply for anything that interests you there's so many different ways you can take your degree and uh, certainly many opportunities for, within the state for sure um, and help create her professional network um, so so yeah definitely want to keep in touch with jenna you know we shared contact information and uh, definitely very interested in seeing where her her life takes her <laughs> working for you know the state in general is you can keep your benefits and maybe move on to another department. So, so I encourage you to just to expand that knowledge. You know, don't don't pigeonhole yourself into one little department or subject. You can take it in so many different directions. And um, hopefully, in our conversations um, with her, we've shown her that you know we have done that as well. You know, we think accounting that it's just accounting. Well, no, you can take it into procurement. You can take it into systems. You there's many different ways you can take that. So hopefully, she got that out of it. Well, I just look forward to you know next year. I'd like to possibly take on maybe two or three interns. Definitely want to. Um, continue with the program and I think it was a huge success and I think having the different field trips if you will to different divisions definitely helped I attended a few myself and learned quite a bit about the state that I wasn't aware of so I learned right along with her so definitely a great experience <laughs> great that's perfect well thank you so much for doing this yeah. Becky Hapgood from the town of China and we have a summer intern this is our third intern so the third intern, so yearly? We've missed the year during COVID, but yeah. Oh, okay. So we've been trying to get more people involved in government because there's not enough young people yeah, going definitely. into the field of government. Yeah, so what's your job title? I'm the town manager. Okay, so how many interns do you have at this um We only have time? one this summer. Okay, so, and what's their main sort of uh, role? They're going to be doing to economic and community development. So this is a second intern that's doing that. We've also had... Another intern that did a big cemetery project for us, and they've all been fabulous. Okay, that's good to hear. Yeah, because it's a big opportunity for workforce. Yeah, yeah, development. Yeah, I highly recommend the program. So, are you originally from Maine, or did you move here? I've grown up in China, Maine, so didn't go very far. And what university did you? So attend? I went to Thomas College for business management, and look, look what I'm doing. Not quite business, but still government management. Did you ever participate in an internship program when you were first no, starting out? We didn't have those opportunities available at the time, and I'm actually have tried to communicate with Thomas College to get yeah. them more involved because I think a good government program there, but. It ended up being during COVID, so we didn't communicate much further yeah, to definitely. move the program forward. Yeah, so how have you seen internship programs develop in the town of China? I had learned of this program four or five years ago when I was the town clerk, and then once I became manager, this was something I wanted to pursue because, again, we need more young people involved in municipal government. It's just, it's a dying breed. We need code officers. We need town managers. We need municipal employees, even public work. So whatever you can do to pique somebody's interest, that's what we're working on. Is there anything that you're particularly excited about with working with an intern? Just to have them enjoy municipal government as much as I do. I never thought I would enter this field ever, and oh, yeah. it's been, it's very rewarding to be able to give back to your community, or any community, so that's a good thing. All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. So my name is Bailey Mallet. My internship is for the Town of China, Maine as the Economic and Community Development Specialist, and I'm going into my senior year at Thomas College. 
Great. So what do you do at your internship? What are some of the projects you're working on? Yeah, for my internship, I've been focusing more on the community aspect. I've been helping with China Community Days, which is a community event they put on every year. So I've been helping the committee with that by making flyers, posters, reaching out to different people. I've also been in the works of making a farmer's market in town because there's a lot of local farms that would like to sell their goods to boost the economy. So I've been working on that. I've also been looking and researching grants to help bring different things to the town. We've been looking for low-income housing grants, also grants for a dog park and then a pavilion to be installed in town too. So oh, great. Like so I didn't get to talk to you at the kickoff event. So is the internship what you expected? Were there some surprising successes or challenges that you've encountered? Um, it's definitely not what I was thinking it would be. So for me, in my future, I want to go into policy and politics. So getting an internship like this, it's very mellow. So just getting the experience under my belt is like what I really wanted. So going into it, I didn't have too many expectations. I think that the little expectations that I had, it has definitely met and then exceeded some. I really do enjoy it a lot. So it's a great time. Great. That's good. Thank you for talking yeah, to me. Of course. Thank yeah. you. Uh, so now that you finished your internship, what would you say was your favorite part of it? Um, my favorite part was getting to know the town of China. Um, I'm from Arusa County, so I don't really know many places down here. So um, getting to know and experience what it's like in other places, but are similar to where I'm from is great. So I had a great time doing that. And um, what was the most challenging part of your internship and how did you overcome it? Um, the most challenging would be the setup of the office and uh, where my office is, I'm secluded uh, from the rest of the people in the office. So I think how I overcame it was constantly going to see my supervisor instead of her coming to see me so I can interact with everyone else in the office. And um, how was your experience working with your supervisor? It was a great time. Uh, my supervisor, who's very busy, she's a town manager, um, I didn't really see her much, but she was a great person and a great personality, and I had a great time. So working full-time can be tiring, especially during the summer. Do you have any tips or advice for people entering internships that are, you know, full-time? Yeah, um, definitely time management um, and planning out your day. Uh, what I did was I always planned out my week, <laughs> so and then I planned out days based on my week. Um, so I would wake up, get ready, go to work do what I was supposed to do at work and then spend some time for yourself. So after work, I would go to the gym, I would read a book, I would do stuff like that to have myself some me time. Uh, and how are you going to celebrate your internship graduation? Um, I'm going to go home. <laughs> yeah. Go so, home and relax. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and do you see your future being in what your internship was or do you see yourself moving in a different direction? Um, I think in the future, if it comes down to it. I could definitely see myself doing that. Um, I do have bigger dreams than municipal government, but if it's a possibility, then it's a possibility. We'll just see how it goes. Yeah, great. Thank you so much. Thank you. So my name is Jillian Farrell. I go to University of Maine in Orono, and I'm working with Matthew Vaughn as a resource administrator for the Department of Education. Nice. And um, what are you going to school for, and what's your uh, year? I'm in graduate school for human nutrition. So is the internship sort of what you expected? Because uh, we didn't get to talk at the kickoff event. Uh, so going into it, was it what you expected? Did you have any surprising successes or challenges? 
It was about what I expected, yeah. So when I applied for it, they gave like a description of what it was going to be. And basically what I went in thinking it was going to be is just like updating systems, working on like organizing yeah. stuff that he works on as a whole, mm-hmm. which is basically what I do. I work on a lot of like FJAs, employee handbook, just a lot of organizing, making things easier for the people who work there. Great. Uh, so is this your first internship? Or did you have ones before? Yes, this is my first internship. Okay, awesome. Uh, do you plan on doing any more? Or I imagine you're trying to get into the field after you finish your grad studies? Yeah, so I, in graduate school, I have like an internship program that lasts like nine months and it's like shadowing different people, like registered dietitians. So that's going to be my next one. Oh, and awesome. then after that, that's all I have planned for internships. <laughs> all right, sounds good. Well, thank you for talking to me. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yeah. So now that you've finished your internship, uh, what would you say was your favorite part of it? I think mostly just like the experiences I got from it. So I got to be exposed to not only like my job, but my supervisor also exposed me to something else. I worked with child nutrition. I just went on like a school review. It's probably my favorite part. All right. Um, what was the most challenging part of your internship and how would you say you overcame it? So I worked on like a specific project, like comparing like an FJA to like two different job descriptions almost. It was a little difficult only because I didn't understand like what either of the things were. So it's kind of objective to like what I thought it fit by with, best with. And, how was your experience working with your supervisor? It was good. I really liked Matt. I really liked working with him. And whenever I had a question or needed help, he was always there to answer my question. Working full-time can be tiring. Um, do you have any tips or advice for people entering internships? So I did a remote, which was kind of honestly nice, only because it's a much easier to manage your time when you're working yeah. from home because like, I live like maybe like 10 minutes away. So like when you think about 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back, 20 minutes a day, it like adds up. So I didn't find it too difficult to manage my time. How was it working with the state or local government, and did this change where you see your future career being? Yeah, so I actually didn't know, because what I did for an internship has not, like, a lot to do with what my major is. So I, like, through my internship learned that there is something for registered dietitians through the DOE, which I thought was pretty interesting. How are you going to celebrate your internship graduation? Go back to school soon, so that's about it. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. So how was your advising or supervising experience? Because I know uh, this was your first time participating in the program. So how did that, how was the overall experience? So the overall experience was great. So we're in a uh, a remote situation, uh, which I've been in management for quite some time, not recently, but, you know, about 15 years of retail. And I had just about a year and a half over at the uh, Bureau of Motor Vehicles. So the remote aspect was, uh, was new to me and it was great. You know, it's my, my intern did a phenomenal job. She kept on task. Um, You know, when we started out, you know, I was, I was pretty, close and checking in multiple times a day just to make sure everything was good. She had any questions. And as that relationship built, um, you know, it was, you know, once a day or once every other few days and constant communication and, and uh, just open door policy through teams really, really made it uh, successful. So I it, it went well for me. That's good to hear. Uh, did you have a favorite part of working with your intern or a favorite project that you worked on together? So she worked on quite a few projects in a lot of them. Uh, you know, her focus was definitely not in the administrative aspect. So there was, uh, you know, a good learning curve for her and she did absolutely fantastic uh, with her tasks. And uh, in, in each and every one of them, I was uh, absolutely amazed um, in her abilities. You know, we, we set forth in the beginning of it. We discussed what the overall objective was, how it needed to look. 
And she went above and beyond. She took those projects and, and not only did she um, capture what we were looking for, she actually improved on on what our initial vision was for those those projects. So all of the projects she worked on were, were great. That's good. So it must have been a bit of an adjustment having an intern, you know, being the first time in the program. So how are you adjusting to not having an intern anymore? So you've had a full summer of having an intern and now you're sort of back on your own, I guess. So how, how does that transition work? It, it feels fine. It feels great. And she did a lot of great work um, that helped us kind of uh, jumpstart some initiatives that we wanted uh, to get started that, you know, were, were very difficult. I'm, I'm new in my position. There's a lot of processes and things that we're working on uh, over here at the Department of Education. So she really took a good part of that initiative and and really jumpstarted it for us. So now going forward, it's not going to take as much to build those initiatives now that she started that. So I'm just going to pick it up and, and move and run with them. And so sort of about the events, and I, I think in general, there's a lot of discussion of interns learning from their supervisors, but is there anything that you learned sort of from your intern? You know, I learned a lot, you know, and, and that was probably one of my favorite things. And and I really do like supervision, supervising, um, you know, you get to, you, you get a team that you get to know, you get to know their passions, what they like to do. But probably the biggest thing that I learned through this was just that whole supervisory aspect through remote, which was mostly teams and email. So, um, you know, I learned a lot about that. And, uh, you know, the, the challenges with keeping in contact. It's not something you see in the office every day. That was probably the biggest thing I learned from this. All right. And uh, do you have any sort of advice for interns about, I guess, like the application process or why they should do an internship? So with the application process and, and the little little part that I know about kind of what that front end looked like, um, I would recommend knowing what your passions are. Uh, what you foresee yourself doing in the future and reading through those job descriptions that are made available um, when getting prepared for the internships. Um, if you don't see one that matches your vision for the future, just try something that gets you out of your, your comfort zone. Um, you might be surprised with the experience and the connections you make during your summer. Yeah, I'm Chappie Hall, and I was an intern with Maine Department of Transportation's Office of Creative Services. Uh, and I was conducting a historic research project on the history of Maine transportation. All right. Now that you've finished your internship, what would you say was your favorite part? Um, I really enjoyed um, having an opportunity to conduct historical research and also um, working with people in my office who were really supportive. And I got to experience a lot of different things. I got to go on a drone flight, I got to work on social media, um, and just kind of doing a lot of different projects um, and kind of things and learning about what Creative Services does. What was the most challenging part of your internship and how would you say you overcame it? Uh, I'd say the part of the most challenging part is it's a, it's a big time commitment during your summer or you don't have a lot of summer. Um, and so just kind of find that balance um, and um, just kind of knowing how to handle that. Um, and uh, it's, not, it's not that bad, but yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a transition if you are used to working eight hours, four hours a week during summer. How was your experience working with your supervisor? It was great. Uh, my supervisor was super supportive um, because I was kind of the expert on my topic. Uh, I was kind of left to drive the ship on my project um, and they were super supportive and uh, if I needed anything was always there along the way. Uh, working full time can be tiring. Do you have any tips or advice for people entering inter internships? Um, protect your time. Um, like actually take a lunch break. Like 
have lunch with your coworkers and like don't like turn off and you go home like don't think about work like find other things um and you just really make sure you have clear delineations um between don't let work eat up your personal your personal life how is it working with state or local government and did this change what you see your future being potentially uh yeah it was an enjoyable experience um it was, it was interesting to kind of, as someone who wasn't very familiar with the Department of Transportation, get to kind of see on the inside. Um, but I don't think it's really changed uh, my plans as of now. Right. And how are you going to celebrate your internship graduation? Uh, I'm probably going to go home and sleep uh, and uh, get ready for school because that's in like a week and a half. So. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And with that, we conclude today's episode. We really appreciate everyone who chatted with us, and thank you, listener, for joining us. I'm Eric Miller, and I'll see you next time on Main Policy Matters, where we will be having a panel discussion with Ali Abedi, Salome Seke, and Peter Schilling about navigating artificial intelligence in research and education. Our team is made up of Barbara Harity and Joyce Frummery, co-editors of Main Policy Review. Jonathan Rubin directs the Policy Center. Thanks to faculty associate Katie Swaha, professional writing consultant, main policy matters intern Nicole LeBlanc, and podcast producer and writer Jason Heim. Our website can be found in the description of this episode, along with all materials referenced in this episode, a full transcript and social media links. Remember to follow the Margaret Chase Smith Policy Center on Facebook, Instagram, and threads, and drop us a direct message to express your support, provide feedback, or let us know what main policy matters to you. Check out mcslibrary.org to learn more about Margaret Chase Smith, the library and museum, and education and public policy.